0: Hi, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Curious Podcast. This time, I sit down with Marenzi Brothers, a licensed cultivator in Michigan. In this conversation, you'll have a chance to meet Dave and Ed, the owners, as well as some operators from the Morency Brothers team, RJ, Ryan, and Noah. Morency Brothers was one of the first licensees in the state of Michigan, and they focus on growing flower. One quick note, I'm doing things differently this year. I'm live streaming the podcast recording and then uploading the audio later. So you can catch the live streams on YouTube and Facebook and then the podcast audio will be available on your typical platforms where you've been finding the podcast to date. I advertise on my social media when the live streams happen. So just keep an eye on my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn to find out. Um, I really appreciate you listening and supporting and I hope you have a wonderful week. Okay, I'm going to drop you into the conversation now. Enjoy. <laughs> Hi guys, thank you for How's yeah, thank you for making the time to join the Cannabis Curious Podcast, I'm really excited for this conversation. Um, so for the folks that are joining, we have Morenci Brothers here in the room, and they are a Class C cultivator here in Michigan. And where I always like to start with my guests, and I think I'm going to give this question to Ed, um, Ed and Dave over there, owners um, and co-founders of Morenci Brothers is, Where did this idea come from? What really inspired you to start Morenzi Brothers? And if you could kind of take us back to that moment, you know, I'd love to start there.
1: Um, Well, I've been in cannabis or associated with cannabis pretty much most of my life. Um, And as far as the Morenzi Brothers portion, um, actually I was interested when it was gonna have state licensing, and I was actually in Ohio purchasing a couple buildings to do um, uh, dispensaries, and a guy I knew out of Arizona had told me about Morency, That's where we, how we ended up in Morenci. About Maricopa, um, wanting to opt in to allow people to grow there. So I actually drove there from Ohio. I was at, going through out of Ohio, so I said, "Send me the address." So I actually drove to this location. And it was actually a bean field at the time, um, which is now an industrial park of cannabis. Um, but at that time, it was just a bean field, little town, Marinci, Um And I was like, hey, this seems like a good spot. So Dave, longtime friend of mine, he was interested in cannabis. So I spoke with him and said, hey, you wanna join together and go push this Marensee deal? And he said, yeah, before you know it, we was. In front of city council, selling our sales pitch and buying land, and they opted in, and we bought land, and we were the first one in Orensee to grow. Currently, there's two people two different companies growing. Um, we were the first here to grow, and we own about uh, 45% of the industrial park. We own the um, whole west side of the. There's two sides, one street, and there's two sides, and we own the whole west side of the block. So that's how we ended up in Morency. That's how we ended up into this, you know, state licensed cannabis.
0: Um, and we I'm had sorry. a provisioning
1: center first in Morency, which we later sold, and we are just sticking with cultivation.
0: Okay. Okay. So initially you did have a provisioning center, but then made a choice to stick with cultivation. What motivated that?
2: I'd say that cultivation was our um, That's what we wanted to do right from the beginning. The um, at the time when we got our license, you know, it was difficult in Michigan to get licensed. So we, we decided to go for the provisioning license knowing that uh, if we got that, we'd have an op- a good opportunity at getting a cultivation license. So we started in provisioning, learned, uh, learned about that, um, and then you know like i said we ended up selling it and we uh, you know took took a big portion of that and then uh, allocated it towards our our cultivation opportunity and we've been harvesting now since uh, september of 2019. Uh, so yeah things are going great 18 19 right. 19. 19. oh harvesting yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry correct
0: so you guys were licensed pretty early on then it sounds like we
2: had license number 19. wow yep
3: on the provisioning side yeah that's correct yeah. yep
0: wow Absolutely. That's really impressive. Um, So I mean, Ed, you make it sound kind of easy, like, hey, I had this idea, (laughs) I found this great location, and now, you know, look at us. But I imagine that it was a little bit more of a journey than just that. And um, not everyone looks at the cannabis licensing process and says, yeah, let me let me try that. So why do you think you were particularly interested in this challenge?
1: Um, I mean, one, I believe in the cannabis, but it, it was definitely not easy, um, but I mean, Dave's, you know, he's got an entrepreneur background, I'm an entrepreneur, I've been, you know, several companies for 35 years, so I assume if other people could do it, we could do it. One of the things that we bring to the table,
2: too, is... You know, my my background in engineering and I own an engineering company as well. And we focus on process improvement, quality uh, quality operating systems and manufacturing. And Ed's background in in construction, you know, we took those two, married them together. So we were able to build our facility, you know, we think more efficiently, cheaper and quicker than pretty than anybody else in our in our area. So that allowed us to get to market a lot quicker. And then you know with again with my background in engineering we were able to look at you know flow how the building was going to flow to make sure we could maximize the square footage uh, as much as we possibly could
3: and um, that's just kind of how we got involved yeah i was going to throw one more thing out there um ryan by the way um is one thing that we've all talked about dave ed and i um basically at this point, might as well live together. Um, we spend a lot of time together with all of the, which we'll talk about more later about the growth and where we're going. But um, one thing that we talk about all the time too is, you know, from, from two people as our you know, spearheads, as our owners, as our leaders um, who have had successful businesses in a lot of different spaces from restaurants, to construction, to engineering, to retail, I mean, down the line, they've done it a, a lot. Um, I think the one thing that they've always said that's been the most impactful about it and what really brought them to it, and it's also what brought me over to it, is the the opportunity to be involved in a space that is this new, this groundbreaking at its infancy is, I mean, legitimately, it's a a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I mean, there's not a lot of industries that you can say are... I mean, legitimately getting the 19th license in the state of Michigan is, we were so new into it that it was just super exciting, really, and the challenge yeah. of being able to navigate through it. And, um, you know, the opportunity to be a part of that, I think, is is what drives all of us to continue to grow with this. So yeah. I, I think that was another big factor.
1: Yeah, well said. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and we did it all self-funded. We weren't out, you know, it was like we had to wait and raise millions of dollars, you know, painfully we wrote checks. <laughs> That's what we did, but yeah, it was a, to Ryan's point, yeah, it's great being one of the first kids on the block there, and it was a cool experience. It's still a great experience as we grow. It's changing every day, learning learning every day, yeah.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, and you guys have to be one of the popular kids at the party because you were one of the first to kind of be a Class C cultivator when there was, um, you know, significant flower shortages in the state. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that kind of positioned you guys fairly well to to build some relationships.
2: It 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 did. Um, you know, we were in a situation early on where the entire harvests were sold before, I mean, spoken for, I should say, before uh, testing even came back. Uh, wow. Those things have changed a little bit now. Where uh, you know we're out marketing, and that's why we have you know RJ and Noah and, and myself out. You know, we visit twenty plus dispensaries a week um adult use and medical all over the state and getting our brand out there and and uh you know know through the social media we're trying to build uh build a brand as much as we can for both for two uh two reasons one we want the the users to know who we are and want them to have a good experience with our product and then we also want the dispensary owners uh to understand that we're a professional organization you know and, and uh you know everything we do is is top uh, top shelf
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that might be a good segue into kind of Ryan hearing a little, or RJ really hearing a little more from you sort of about how the sales strategy has evolved from when you were, you know, sort of the 19th license in the state. And this was a more immature industry with some supply chain issues to a maturing industry, certainly not matured by any means. Um, But how has, how has kind of finding your clientele and keeping folks informed about who you are changed?
4: Well, first, I came from automotive, so I've had, other than, you know, uh, consuming experience, I've really had no actual experience in the industry. So I don't really know a lot of who the stores were kind of, you know, how the networks ran and things like that. So it was kind of, um, uh, it was a whole new challenge to begin with. Um, just making relationships, uh, you know, Marenci brothers is a fairly new grower. Um, I was completely new in the industry myself. So I started just cold calling, reaching out, you know, Hey, this is, this is me. I'm with Marenci brothers. This is what we're about. And, slowly over time, you know, gaining traction with certain people, had some good experiences early on, um, some not so good experiences as, as well that we learned and, and went through. And, you know, we had some challenges uh, with our facilities, some of our flour and stuff like that at first. And then, um, you know, we've been just really dialing in consistency. And I think that's really been the biggest thing we had a couple strains come up that people have really liked and um, that a lot of people have come back for over and over. You know, Skittles is a good one, UK cheese. Uh, crazy sugar plum and we've had a lot of customers come back and find those and so it's been fun to uh, be a part of kind of watching that grow and watching the, the flower and consistency and was noah and social media i remember getting the first um, end user comment someone picked up some uk cheese tagged it on instagram and i thought that was like the coolest thing to see we're finally getting out there and stuff and um, now we've just been working the market's been slower so instead of just kind of calling and having to kind of work between multiple people fighting over the product. It's been more of a kind of uh, door-to-door sort of approach, bringing samples and uh, the relationships, I think, have been a lot stronger that way. But.
0: Yeah. Have you found that the Provisioning Center's preferences change with time? Like, there was a point, right, where folks just probably wanted things on the shelves but have you found that maybe how you make Marenci Brothers stand out in your sales strategy has shifted as there's more products in the supply chain?
2: Yeah, we, uh, I mean, definitely, uh, the, the dispensaries have shifted what they're, what they're willing to accept. Let's put it that way. Um, you know, and, uh, and as RJ stated, as we, you know, as we first got started, you know, we were, we were filling out different strains, figuring out what was going to work, what wasn't going to work. And we think we've got that really dialed in right now. Uh, our stuff is testing consistently in you know in, in the 20s and uh, visual quality is excellent. So no, we're really really happy with the product and we're getting a tremendous amount of, uh, of positive feedback from from people on social media telling us how much they like it and then the dispensary owners telling us how quickly it's selling. So we're you know we're really pleased. Um, but you know like RJ did say that the market is totally different right now. So we are out. Uh, doing as much as we can to to market to as many dispensaries that are interested in, in having our product in their store and and I think I think we're at 100. Last time I checked, we're at 116 unique locations. Mm-hmm. I believe that's right. That's what you yeah. mentioned. Wow. So yeah. it's it's working.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I, um, I'd, I'd love then to sort of talk more about cultivation. Like you said, you've really dialed in on the strains. Um, can we talk a little bit more about that process for you? Since you really decided to sort of hone in on this Class C grower license, um, where did where did you start with, with sourcing your initial genetics and kind of just kind of walk me through the beginning of that process?
3: Yeah, no problem. So um, I can take most of those questions. So basically in the beginning, we had uh, you know people that were experienced in in the world of cannabis and had um, you know done their own things before and so we had luckily had some connections with people who've been around for a long time and we brought in an initial crop um, of about 12 different strains and you know the biggest challenge for us was going from you know doing it and then doing it commercially that's a big leap Um, it's a big leap in getting the process dialed in it's a big leap to Uh, you know changing mediums and things like that where most of the experience in michigan for a lot of the people locally is in the cocoa world you know you're potting plants and doing that maybe a little longer growth phase and for all of us to learn how can we be more efficient how can we grow within medium that is going to allow us to you know not have as much waste um and be more efficient with our water usage for not only financial reasons but you know for the environment too. I mean, we don't want to go into a city and be dumping thousands of gallons of, of product down the drain or things like that. So we wanted to be environmentally and cost conscious and, and also grow really good products. So basically out of those strains, we took a couple harvests to kind of pick our breadwinners. Um, you know, I think we're kind of known for Skittles now. That's one of our it's been there since the beginning we've really dialed in how to grow it um it's super consistent tests really well um so that's kind of one of our staples but then about um, eight months ago we had kind of finished that process of dialing in what we wanted to really keep um and by that point now you know we've already been operating for almost a year you know we're pretty familiar with the market we have some really good connections and so we were able to go out and source um, some really well-known strains that had never been in Michigan before or at least not this iteration of it and so this was kind of our opportunity to find something that is unique is new Um, you know one of the biggest feedbacks that the sales team um, always gives to us on the operations side is that, you know, when you're walking into a dispensary, they want to have options. You know, we don't want to be somebody who has, you know, three or four strains and we grow these giant quantities of it. And, you know, people get either tired of it or they want something different or a different experience. So one thing that we've tried to do is not only have a variety of strains that produce well, but also have different effects. You know, we have we want to have, we're one of the few that have a, a, a basically pure sativa that we grow mainly because we all know sativas take a little longer typically to grow. So on the commercial side, sometimes people are a little afraid of that, but we figured out a way to do it efficiently in our in our building and keep up with, with everything else. And so, you know, finding that unique sativa was one of the goals that we have. So we, we actually have four, um, Pretty much one is 100% sativa, and the other three are, uh, you know, the majority sativa. So, you know, I I think overall the idea was we're always wanting to try something. We want to listen to the market, and Dave preaches that all the time. And you know, what the customers want is what we're gonna do. And so, you know, if there was a strain that wasn't selling well, we're not the people who think we know everything. So we take that feedback and and move on to something better. So, you know, really we're trying to dial in stuff that we know people will like with some variety. Um, To give us the best opportunity to to sell, Let's listen listen to
5: the voice. So, one thing I love that we've been doing, too, the one thing I love that we've been doing is, like, for example, Skittles, like, we've got it so dialed in now, like, we're confident in, honestly, like, they'll try different ways of growing it, too, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they don't just stick to, like, their tried and true, like, maybe they'll throw it in, like, some rooms, like, I mean, I'm not, like, the expert grower, but I know, like, some rooms are hotter, cooler than the others, and, yeah, it seems to do like pretty great on all of them.
3: Crazy Sugar Plum is a perfect example. One of our kind of go-to strains, as R.J. mentioned, that going early on we always liked it. It was cool. It had a good smell. Um, the terpene profile was good, um, and kind of a happy accident. Basically, we had a room that you know tended to be on the cool side, and this strain ended up in that room. And the very first time we did it. The last two weeks of of the run, right before we harvested, all of a sudden everything started turning this really like purpley red color on the inside. And I mean, it looks like almost like jelly on the inside. It's super cool. And basically, a happy accident. We never even knew that the flower would do that. Um, So now, every time we run it, we cool the room down the last couple (laughs) weeks and make the flower look super cool. So it's, um, you know, we're, we, preach this all the time to ourselves our, my grow team down at the facility that you know the worst thing we can do is think we know everything um, and think that we have the best of everything this this world is so new and again going back to why we like being in it is it's a challenge and um, you know learning every day is something that we really pride ourselves on so you know whether it's our you know newest grower or our leads all the way up to people like us on the management level um, you know nobody's better than anybody. I mean, I have people that come to me every day and say, you know, I think we should maybe try this and, or maybe this could be something, or I saw this online, can, you know, can we talk about this? So, you know, being open and having that idea um, and, and whether it works or not, or whether we implement it or not is different, but um, I think that's the kind of culture that we've been excited to have in our facility, to have people that, um, you know, have that same mindset and want to grow and want to learn. and. Um, you know I think that's what's helped make us successful yeah all
2: these all these processes that Ryan's talking about too you know the lessons learned the, and we're documenting all this too because as we're as we're expanding you know we're going to be triple the size by the end of the year um, we want to make sure we don't replicate any any sins from, from early on so the process documentation the lessons learned and the continuous improvement are all things that we're applying in our, our next facilities. and Ryan was, uh, that.
0: Yeah, your your engineering background is so strong, and it sounds like it's like really pulled through with Marenzi Brothers in a lot of great ways. It can. Like the, the, called the facility as well as the process. Yeah, yeah, the the combination of
2: of Ed's background in construction and our background in engineering. Ryan actually used to be with be with my engineering firm uh, in in operations there, and when we realized uh, okay. this was a lot more. Challenging, especially on the IT side, and uh, among other things, we compliance. needed to bring in some uh, uh, compliance. Yeah, we needed to bring in um, some some resources from my other company. So it worked. That was a perfect marriage.
0: Yeah, it sounds. It absolutely sounds like it. So, what makes a strain a Morenci Brothers winner? Like, what makes that the one that you're going to grow again and People again? People buy it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the answer
3: i didn't know though if there was other things you were looking for like i think for for me too, it's repeatability and consistency you know if i if i can walk in the room and either by scent or by visual pick up that strain every time then i know that what we're growing is going to be consistent and it's worth a try right as we're vetting these things we may only grow you know 8, 10, 12 plants on the first harvest just to feel it out see what it does see what it's going to you know what the final result is and those are the signs that we're looking for does it grow in our conditions well Um, is it consistent does the bud structure look like how we want it Which all comes from the feedback from the customer of course but um you know once we find that then we'll do a big run of it and and test it and when we and our big thing is getting feedback from the customer so you know whether it's dave and rj on the phone with customers or uh, excuse me the retail side or noah on the ground with feedback from people that are actually using it through our instagram page and all that I, i actually get the notifications as well and my phone blows up at all Minutes, days, hours of the night. So I know Noah's definitely working because uh, there's always messages going back and forth, which is great. Um, but so basically, it's kind of a combination of things. But for us, it's also consistency. You know, yield's important, testing is important. Um, for me, i really like to see when those results can come within a really small window um, when we get them back from the testing labs. Then I know we've done a good job. Um, in the beginning, you know, as you're figuring something out, you start to get those swings. But when you dial that in. Um, it, it makes us feel really good about it for sure
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense is there anything that's been like surprising on the cultivation side that you've learned
4: a <laughs> <To> like, <everything. laughs> yeah, like everything everything yeah i was <laughs>
3: gonna say everything Go the whole thing Yeah, you know, i mean for me coming from i have a lot of manufacturing experience but obviously not in cannabis on this scale um so one thing that's I guess a little unique that I learned right in the beginning is if you set yourself up right and you have the right processes as Dave talked about and have the repeatability of processes um, and have those quality checks along the way um, it's amazing how whether it's cannabis or a car door or a box or whatever um, at the end of the day we're just manufacturing we're just growing something we're just building something so it's it's amazing how the principles from everything that we've all done for our entire careers is so translatable to this world. You know, it's not this, you know, crazy weird. You know, I don't know. I don't managing. how to explain it. But yeah, it's not like some crazy formula. You know, we we don't we're, we're reinventing not reinventing the, the wheel. Yeah, or. we're not reinventing the wheel. But at the same time, what makes us successful is the repeatability. You know, we pay attention to detail. We can repeat our processes, and that's what makes us success, successful. So. Um, I think I came in with eyes wide open, like, oh my gosh, this is going to be, you know, overwhelming. And, you know, while it's a lot of work, the the logistics of it are really pretty simple if you have a good base. Um, harder to execute, but simple in theory, at least. So, time to market. Mm-hmm. I mean, you
1: know, you know we, we can pretty much go faster, faster than anybody. I mean, from, you know, dirt to sales. I mean, we're, time to market our first facility there I mean it was a bean field and we were growing in there in what 10 11 months Mm -hmm. so you know our construction fact that we build it all ourselves put it together ourselves install everything ourselves I mean you know with my help too because I'm in construction I mean we we can build them we can build them and run them faster than anybody I feel or as fast as anybody I mean we'll take it from dirt to plants in a short time you know and we're growing right now or we're, we're building new facilities as we as we speak
0: yeah that's incredible i mean that speaks to your success and to kind of your point earlier it's like you guys put in the blood sweat and tears and your own paychecks <laughs> which I, I think probably gives you some freedom now you know to create and do what you want with Marency brothers um so i think that you know it definitely shows that that you put in the effort Um, I'd love to talk just a little bit more about how you source your genetics and kind of what is your process for finding new strains and anything you can share there since you guys are becoming well known for very specific strains here in Michigan. Yeah. So for us,
3: um, you know, we obviously clone everything. So that, I guess we can start there. Um, so once we have that genetic in there, um, we are taking very good care of it to make sure that we keep it as clean as we can. Um, and you know, try to keep the age down as much as we can. Um, as far as as we've brought in some new strains to uh, sort of expand our horizons as we learned about what the customer wants, um, basically, we rely heavily on our our lead cultivators. So while I, I run the operation itself, um, you know we have basically three guys who are, you know basically my all of my right hand, basically. Um, and so their relationships and their experience, one thing that you know we, made a business decision on um, almost a year ago now, um, was bringing in people that had had commercial experience, not necessarily always cannabis, but even from the hemp world and things like that. And so when we brought in these growers um, to work with me to really take our facility to the next level, um, they came with lots of experience um, from different parts of the country, You know, time in California, Colorado, East Coast, Kentucky, um, I believe Connecticut as well. Uh, between the three of them and some different experiences so we were fortunate I guess you know we were blessed to be able to find people who have the same personality as us um, and had connections to you know long-term growers you know some of the strains that we're bringing in like the Durban Poisons one of our newest ones that's a strain that's been around for 40-50 years Um, but because we had relationships with the Basically, the guy who invented it and or his family basically invented it and he's now bringing that lineage forward, you know, we've been able to find some really pure strains that, you know, frankly, not everybody's ever going to have access to. We just kind of, again, to be honest, we're were pretty blessed to be able to find those relationships. Um, and with that team, you know, the other thing that I really I've been bl- grateful for is um, in this industry, one of the hardest things I think to get people to understand is the labor piece, the people stuff. Um, there's thousands of people who can grow cannabis, we all know that, it's been around for thousands of years, right, I mean, it's still a plant at the end of the day, but to do it at scale and to do it efficiently and to do it with happy people who have a good culture and want to work hard and, and, you know, do the things that we ask is really it's a challenge to find that um, so we've been very fortunate that the team that we've put together we could not do it without them I mean they've they worked very hard they worked very efficiently um, and they they understand it they get it they get business they understand how to deal with labor and, and so you know that's been the other you know big blessing for us as far as getting those strains in and, and doing things properly so yeah
1: they're, they're you know had to grow in our future grows. I mean, they're family, you know, we're, we're not, we're not the suit and tie guys, me and Dave, um, nor Ryan, or any of us. We, you know, we treat them with great respect. They love us. I mean, they might be saying stuff behind our back, but I doubt <laughs> it. <laughs> but no, they love us. We treat them great, and they're like family to us. I mean, same with the communities. I mean, Lorenzi, you know, has been great to us. I think we've been good to them. We do, you know, every Around Christmas every year, we do a food where we feed the whole community for free. I mean, we're constantly giving back, giving back, giving back to the community, which is important. We're not the guys that came there to grow and put the money in our car and drove out of town. I mean, we bought a house there, we bought businesses there, bowling alley. We we're, we're really a part of the community and we love the community. So we're we're not the guys just coming to town to make money and leave. So I think that means a lot to our employees because they're you know, they're local from the Rency or surrounding areas and they see that. So I think they respect us for that. Yeah, Noah does a one
2: does a meet the meet them segment on his Instagram, so if you, if you ever watch any of those, you get to meet some of our people.
0: Yep, I've seen it. No, does a great job Thank on Instagram. You. So I mean, no. yeah, yeah, you can tell. Um, it seems like everyone's <laughs> very happy. Like you guys do have a really good culture. Yeah, I think
5: we, I I mean, I'm always like, I always like, So I usually go to the grow like once, about once a week, and every time I'm down there, it's always it's always positive. Like you know, everyone seems to be in in a, a good mood, and I love that. It's the thing. Like, I I'm super into like you know trying to make sure that we have a really good employee culture. So any way I can make anyone else happy or whatever I can do, I think we'll, I mean, that's all goes for all of us. We all, at the end of the day, we all like, you know, Bust our asses to ensure that they're happy, and you know. You bring them
4: donuts, though. So they really like that. <laughs> I get donuts. I bring
5: them. We 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 mix it up. I'm gonna have to up my game. Huh? Yeah, you gotta. Start, <laughs> I bring the bagels. You gotta start. Uh, you gotta diversify. I brought pizza last week. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't bring them nothing. I was there yesterday. I didn't bring anything. Come on. I brought something. Yeah. No, I think, and that's one thing. Um, they kind of like the positive positivity. That's one thing i really try to bring into like the instagram like like Ryan said i'm you know his phone goes off from people like messaging i do my absolute best to respond to as many people as possible i mean there's some people on there i honestly like we're good friends now like i mean they sent me like i just had a girl today send me a, a funny reel and she's like she's like this is a good way everyone needs a laugh at the start of their morning and the little things like that, I just love like and I love that we're building this kid the community just gets, keeps getting bigger, the MB fam is like growing and whatnot. From where it started to I mean, and I, I actually have no experience in marketing, like I came into this as a game. I mean, I'm still in school, I came into this as a game designer, probably won't finish as a game designer, but um, <laughs> because I love marketing, marketing is like, it's the funnest thing to me, um, branding. That's one thing i'm really working on trying to do with like Marinci is just you know get a brand that the people feel passionate about and that's you know when they go into a, they go into a dispensary they say they're looking for Marenci brothers flower you know not just because it's you know the best quality that we can grow and you know we not but because like they actually feel a part of the brand and that's something i'm really trying to work on
0: you can feel that through social media um so I think Ed you hit on this a little bit that you guys have you're expanding currently. So it sounds like there are some exciting things in the Morenci brothers uh future. Yeah,
1: we um we are expanding in Morenci. We um we have our current facility going. Um we're under construction on a, another building on the same that we own this west side of the street, we'll say, we're we have a 45,000 square foot building there that we're building out. it's The building's up. It's a dirt floor right now. We're building that out. Um, we have a building being erected in Jackson. We've we've not only grown in Moretzu, we've went out to Jackson, Michigan. We have a, our first of three buildings going up there. Um, the one's almost done. We'll be growing in there in months to come. Um, we've done some partnership where we're because I build for a lot of, you know, I build facilities for a lot of other people too, um, and we're we're partnered in Cassopolis, Michigan, with the, some great guys out of Indiana. And not only are we building the, I'm building facilities for them, we're partnered up where we're going to run the locations and team up together. And so we got a lot of growth there. Um, we're actually building out a dispensary there that we're going to operate. As partners with them, so yeah, we got a lot of growth going on. Like Dave said, we'll be double, triple our size at, this year. Yeah, it's exciting. That's so yeah. impressive. It's a lot of work. A lot of work, yeah, but congrats. it's a lot of reward.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine how much work it is, but I mean, it, that's congratulations.
2: Yeah, right, I got home at 11 last it, it, night. <laughs> it's pretty common thing. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Hey, I mean, actually, you're killing it too, though. You know, you got all your businesses coming up here, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying.
5: Yeah, <laughs> you're <laughs> killing it.
1: Right. Not, not much time to play when you're in this business as it growing so fast, or yeah, yeah. You wave at, wave at your kids when yeah. you're in the house, right? <laughs> <I'm a puppy>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <you're>... Goodbye, Nova. <laughs> See you in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, my newborn, right? Oh.
5: <laughs> Yeah, that others. part's wrong. Oh, uh, he's the yeah. We got the newest member of the MB fam, Eds
1: uh, Edward. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Big yeah. Baby Edward. Yeah, I got Aww. a newborn. Believe that one. <laughs> oh,
0: congratulations! Yeah. That's five days
1: old, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my gosh! For real, yeah. a newborn.
1: I I always joke and say because I'm I'm 58. I always say nobody likes a quitter, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, new boy. Yeah, it's
0: all great. Oh, heck yeah. That's good. See, you got an exciting 2021 yeah. ahead. Something all like sorts that. of new things.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Maybe not so much yeah. sleep, but not you, know, last you night, can sleep. Right? Sleep, sleep. when you're dead, right?
1: Yeah. Don't sleep when I'm dead, right?
0: I guess it's a good thing we all have a lot of fun since, uh, you know, we work a lot. So it makes I it don't easier. think you can be in this industry and not.
5: I mean, if you don't love to work, I think you're in the wrong industry. One hundred percent.
1: 100 percent. I mean, I love working. I, all of us do. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's our that's our hobby. <laughs> live, live breathing, live
5: breathing. You know, it's all live breathing, sleep, work. I guess you want to call it that. I mean, I just uh, I, if my mind's not on. Honestly, I don't know when my mind's not on Marinci. Maybe when I'm running or something. <laughs> Even then, though, <no, laughs> halfway through the run, I'm thinking, okay, what do I got to get done today? Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let me put that in my notes Let's for real quick. you. Know, right <laughs> <back>. <laughs> we speed up. Get home, right? Exactly. Good to work.
0: Well, that's good. It sounds oh, like you're sure. having fun. <laughs> that's awesome. So, where, um, is there a place on your website or somewhere where folks could find out where Morenci Brothers is in dispensaries if they're interested in getting their hands on? some it's kind of coming
5: soon.
2: Yeah, we're
5: good on weed maps.
2: We, yeah, we can, um, right now, I mean, you can, uh, you can people, uh, we use leaf link, you know, but it's more of a business to business type relationship. Um, but we're in the process of, uh, of exploring a couple of different areas. One's with, um, with, uh, weed maps and being able to brand our, our product on there so they can, if somebody who needs to see it, they can, uh, you know, find us on that.
1: Awesome. Perfect. Yeah, no, and um, so...
5: also, I mean, I have a ton of people, like, a lot of people reach out to me, and then I have to go on the hunt through the leaf link, like, finding the dashboards, but people, like, ask me, like, um, you know, where can I get your flower, and I'm like, all right, well, I gotta figure out where you're at, you know, and then we kind of go from there, and eventually, I'll find them a dispensary, usually, that's pretty close by, if You know it all works
3: out i mean at this point we pretty much have touched every region of the state i mean we're from from southeast michigan to the west side to central and jackson all the way up to traverse city and the up so it'd be pretty tough not to find it but we obviously know there's obviously a lot of dispensaries so um but like they said we're working on getting that more 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 visual yeah
0: For now, it sounds like Noah's the man who will help you out. It's called the midnight.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: We
0: lost there you go. It's okay. The video is kind of going in and out, but that's okay because we're getting ready to wrap up. So I think well, it would just be great so folks know you know any Instagram, social media handles, and then website. Hey guys, jumping on here really quick because the audio cut out at the end. To find out more about Morenci Brothers, check out their website, MorenciBrothers.com or any social media at Morenci Brothers. If you're interested in getting your hands on some Morenci Brothers flower, then definitely hit up Noah. Alright, thanks for listening and I hope you have a beautiful day.